Welcome to another episode. My name is Jose Naharo, and today we're going to take a look at the small company called Yast. Like always, I have my buddies Bull Solo and Darth Bear to help me keep track to see how this company is doing. Alright, so what, what, before we begin, let's just talk a little bit about the company Yast is a very small cap company so 1.7 billion dollar company so i think that's still considered small cap yes in the past few days in the past year it has returned about negative five percent returns in the past three months negative 3.6 percent and in the past month it has given 7.2 percent so let's talk about the company yes so yes is a software company they do extensions to a, a company's website so let's say taco bell hires them they create some form of extension that if people go to tacobell.com it allows the cut the consumer to ask the, the a very very unique question and yes we'll give you the the right answer for it so like it, it says here it provides the perfect answer straight from the source and one of the things they mentioned that 82 percent of the answers in online come from unverified sources so here they're trying to make sure that your business has the correct answers um, and when someone searches for a question in Google in any other search engine that they provide um, that they're giving the correct answer based on on the on the brand itself um, they also have different uh, partnerships with like healthcare if you're if they have like a they have certain certain medical groups where you go to their website and be like I'm looking for a Spanish or English or a a Spanish and English speaking doctor that deals with blah 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 in my area and it would actually give you the doctor's name and phone number it won't just give you random links to to random people that might fit it would give you exact answers to your questions so I think this this is pretty good and and I think companies in the future especially with voice coming along with Alexa right Alexa and voice being a huge part of uh, of the future in my opinion um, people are gonna be like Alexa looking for the closest Spanish-speaking doctor in my area and if yes is implemented with the with a specific doctor it would actually help provide that answer to Alexa and other voice controls or the website so so like I said they they actually have other 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 products but I think this is one of the most important things that they do and like I said I think it's very good for the company so next let's like I mentioned right yes is a very small company uh, 1.7 billion dollars in market cap which is pretty low um, the 52 week low is $12.83 the 52 week high is $23.32 and right now it's sitting at $14.71 um, so it's pretty close to its 52 low um, a lot closer than it is compared to its 52 high uh, so let's get started right um, first thing we're going to take a look at is revenue um, so here revenue I'm taking a look at quarterly data and we can see every quarter this company has increased its sales every single quarter which is good right this is a brand new company it is a startup you can see when did it start when did it go public we can actually see here it actually went public May of 2017 so it's this company is, is pretty new um, so it's pretty impressive to see every year every quarter this company has been introducing higher revenue so that's a great thing cost of revenue unfortunately is also going up but we can see with gross profit gross profit is the difference between revenue and that cost of revenue and gross profit is also going up so that means that revenue is increasing at a faster rate 
compared to cost of revenue numerically wise so that's really good so that for for that reason i'm gonna have to give my first point to bull solo right gross profit is, is pretty important here um next the next thing we want to take a look at is net income and unfortunately this company has not provided any form of of positive results this company is burning money every quarter um this past quarter this company had produced a net income of ne uh, negative four, 42 million dollars so that's that's definitely a big chunk and for that reason i'm gonna have to give a point to darth bear so next i i i, I wanted to see right why is revenue doing so good and gross profit so high um but at the same time right because look revenue this quarter is sitting at 76 76 million dollars and gross profit is sitting at 56 million dollars that means this company has a very strong gross profit margins but as a software company that is expected right as a software company um gross margins um, are expected to be high because they don't really have an expense for for creating that software right uh, uh every time they make one um so so that's understandable usually software companies have a high gross profit margins um but now i want to take a look what's happening with their net income um, so I ended up taking a look here at their 10Q report and on their 10Q report here we see that um, we're taking a look at 2019 and 2018 and this is three months um, prior to October 31st and nine months prior to October 31st. So this is quarter three of, of this company's uh, earnings and we can see right sales right now sales and marketing and I was taking a look at this company's um, transcript for, for thing. And they say one of the most important things that they're doing right now is they have increased their sales and marketing team because they're trying to reach new customers. Um, um, they're trying to reach new customers, right? Right now, this is a growing company. So they're trying to grab all these customers. So right now, their biggest hitters and their, is sales and marketing. So that to me makes perfect sense. Right now, for quarter three, um, sales and markets cost $62 million. Yeah, $62 million. And same time last year was $43 million. So just um, same time last year, it increased sales and marketing by about 20 million. Research and development did not go up much um, compared to same time last year. So there's not much to talk about. But if we take a look at the nine months ends, right? So, that, so previously we took a look at three months. So this is the, the previous nine months. This company has spent $160 million on sales and marketing. And same time last year, looking at the same time last year, nine months, the company had spent $117 million. So almost 40, 40 to $50 million less last year. Um, so you can see that this company is definitely trying to improve its sales and marketing and reach a whole different, reach more customers. Gross profit, like I said, for this quarter was $56 million. But sales and marketing this quarter costed them alone $62 million. So just because of sales and marketing, they were already in the negative. But as as as, as the more customers they increase, the more that this revenue is gonna go up. And they did say that sales and marketing has become plateaued. Now they're not they're not expecting to increase many more um, many more positions in here. Another thing I wanted to take a look at here, um, just from the income statement, is I wanted to take a look at what type of growth we're seeing um, between revenue and this is quarter three compared to quarter three last year revenue grew 30 percent and quarter two compared to quarter two last year revenue grew 31 percent quarter one this year compared to quarter one last year grew 34 percent 
and every quarter compared to the same quarter last year seems to be growing over 30%. That is ridiculous. Um, th those are good numbers to see revenue growth. And I want this to keep seeing. So next quarter, I'm, I'm hoping we still see like either a high 29s or high 30 or, or low 30 percentage revenue growth. So next, we're going to take a look at this company's balance sheet. Uh, this is the balance sheet is if you guys have been watching me, this is my favorite, my favorite document to take a look at. I feel like you can you can learn so much from a company's um, from a company's balance sheet. And the most important thing here is total assets is higher than total liabilities. Total total assets is sitting at about four hundred and eighty five million. Total liabilities is sitting at two hundred and seventy three million. So that gives us a positive shareholder equity of over two hundred million dollars now let's take a look at how that shareholder um how that asset distribution and liability distribution is broken down so in the asset distribution we can see a huge portion of this company's asset is cash and cash equivalent this company has about 256 million dollars in cash and what i like about that is that's enough money to pay off the company's total liabilities right we saw the company's total liability was about 273 so this company 256 can actually all right it's going to be 20 million short um just in that but if we count receivables and cash equivalents which is every um short term short term short term assets that's actually um enough to cover the company's total liability from short-term debt to long-term debt so that's always a plus and that to me gives me uh that tells me this is this company is is ready um, it has a strong has a strong balance sheet next let's take a look at this company's liability distribution and we can see a big portion of this company's liability distribution is non-current debt so non-current debt is debt that is due in the next over the next 12 months so it can be anywhere from 12 months to 100 years so it's over 12 months and that's 110 million dollars and like i said this company has enough cash and cash equivalents to pay that so that to me doesn't I, i'm not worried about that this company has payables of $45 million. This is how much it pays its, its vendors or whoever provides any form of service to them. But they receive about $38 million from receivables, which are kind of very, very similar, 38 to 45 million. It's not that big of a difference. So those cancel out. So again, that doesn't, that doesn't worry me at all. The next thing is about 40% about of this company's liability is deferred revenue. And to me, deferred revenue is actually fake liabilities. This is revenue this company is going to collect in the future. It's just it, it needs to provide. Most likely, this company is providing month-to-month -month basis, but they pay. Uh, they get paid on the yearly, on the yearly, on the yearly base. So this is just every month that they go on providing the service for the customer. Um, this deferred revenue is going to end up going in the assets, um, and it's going to go into cash. So like to me, at this deferred revenue um, is fake liabilities. Uh, so for here, for just this asset and liability distribution, I'm gonna have to give a point to Bull Solar, right? This company has a very strong asset with that $256 million of cash. And this company has very low liability um, distribution, um, especially since most of it is non-current debt. So next we're gonna take a look at the company's cash flow. The, main, the most important thing for me is cash flow from operations. I really could care less about cash flow from investing and cash flow from financing. I only want to know how, how this company is doing with its everyday operations. Unfortunately, we did see that this company had negative 
uh, net income and to that surprise we're obviously going to have a negative net cash flow from operation so if we take a look on, on annual data um, the highest negative net cash flow from the negative net cash flow from operations has been negative 32 million dollars so if this company has 256 million dollars of cash um, with a negative 30 million dollars of net cash flow from operation in theory this company could should be able to to withstand um, about eight years so that that that's if the company right uh, in the next eight years provides no form of no form of if this company provides no form of positive net cash flow from operation and it maintains this negative 32 million dollars this company will still be able to survive for eight years that to me is a good thing right that is definitely a good thing but in this past year of 2018 this company actually provided 5.2 million dollars of uh, of net cash flow from operations um so let's take a look at how this company is doing this year so remember let's take a look that this is quarter three so quarter three did negative 31 million dollars um quarter two did negative 11 million dollars so that gives the company uh negative 44 uh, negative 42 million dollars for this year um, in quarter one it actually did about one million dollars so we're sitting let's say we're sitting at negative 40 million dollars in net cash flow from operations in their earnings call they did mention that quarter four will be a positive a positive net cash flow from operations compared to the same time last year so if last year they did 30 million dollars positive this company would only have a negative net cash flow of 10 million this year uh, so like i said now with 10 million this company can survive 20 years 25 years without um without really worrying about about its stuff so that to me is good but even though that's there the net negative net cash flow from operations is bad so we're gonna have to give another point to dark bear but just like i said that's why the balance sheet is such an important part for me because of that balance sheet we're able to say hey screw that negative net cash flow from operations it's it's minimal to the amount of cash this company has um so the final thing we're going to take a look at is this company's um metrics and i just want to take a look at some of the metrics price to earnings ratio is obviously low um the only ones i really want to take a look at here are current ratio and debt to equity ratio current ratio means current assets divided by current liabilities current assets need to be higher so you want a ratio greater than one right now this company is sitting at a current ratio of almost 2.0 so for that reason i'm giving a point to bull solo and debt to equity ratio this company has um debt to equity is the company's total debt divided by the company's total shareholder equity here you want shareholder equity to be higher so you want a ratio less than one right now we're sitting at 1.28 which is not horrible um, and it's pretty low compared to its normal values so for that reason i'm gonna have to give another point to bull solo next let's take a look at what the analysis have to say for this company um, and like i said i usually don't take a look at what they say how they value the company right but these guys they they have all the technology and they're really good at estimating revenue and estimating earnings per share this is something that i personally won't be able to do in the time they're able to do it and these values usually are pretty close to 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 how to what the company is so this is the only time i take a look at what other people have to say um i don't care if they have a buy or sell rating to me these numbers are the only thing i i get from them um and we can see in the next two years this company is still expected to provide negative earnings per share 
Um, so this company does not have a positive forward PE ratio, but we can see revenue is there. They expect revenue to keep increasing, right? So for this year, they're expecting 297 million. For next year, they're expecting 380 million. And for forward price to sales ratio, uh, I don't know if you guys watch Shark Tank, right? But I, um, this is one that I actually get from Mr. Wonderful himself. Mr. Wonderful himself says that he would never pay 10 times the company's sales. And that's exactly what this forward price sales is. So these companies are way below that 10 times below sales. And I actually, I think that's a good, uh, a, a nice rule to follow. Um, so we can see this, this, this price to sales ratio keeps decreasing. So that, that's definitely um, great news. Uh, I definitely like the company. I, I like what they do. I really like the company's balance sheet. I, I'm not worried that this company will go under anytime soon. And they're increasing their sales. They have a great product. Um, and, and they're not burning to that, through that much cash. Even though they have a negative earnings per share, they're really not burning through that much cash that fast, which is pretty good. And, and if things work out, this company can actually be a, a, a pretty strong company. And for that reason, I do think I'm, I, I'm, I am, I am going to open up a position on this company and you will definitely see it in my next episode when I take a look uh, in my next portfolio episode, which might be maybe not this Friday since I just did one Monday. It might be next Friday um, to give it at least a two week, a two weeks time span of, of, of my portfolio. So take care guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you think about this company. Um, this time I, I did a different type of analysis. I was more into the actual numbers um, and I actually had fun doing it this way. So let me know if you guys have any questions on how I looked at how, um, why I looked at specific values. Feel free to ask any questions. I mean, I, I, I love answering any questions. And if you guys have a company, let me know. Take care. Have a good night and see you guys.